Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is January 8th, 2023. 24. Yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Today's poem is by Jane Kenyon, and it's called Taking Down the Tree. If you are a Christmas traditionalist uh, and like to feast to the hilt, as they say, and observe all 12 days of Christmas, then your celebration just ended on the 6th of January, uh, the Feast of Epiphany, which is the traditional date for taking down one's Christmas tree. Uh, there are some who are uh, a little burnt out and exhausted by the time uh, the 25th rolls around, and by the morning of the 26th, their tree is at the curb and good riddance. Uh, but there are uh, a good many of us, I hope, that uh, have a little more uh, festal endurance. But even we must draw the line somewhere. And so, unless you live uh, in the South, where apparently leaving one's Christmas decorations up uh, is uh, a common practice, uh, at least outside, you have probably uh, just uh, de-decorated or undecorated uh, your home by now. And this is a poem about uh, the ritual that you've no doubt uh, just relived or experienced of uh, undressing the Christmas tree. And it can be a fraught uh, or a, a weighty, a pregnant ritual, because for many families, the tree decorations are a kind of uh, generational collection of memories or an amalgam of uh, family culture and experiences. And as you take each one down, just as when you uh, hang each one up, you have an opportunity to uh, revisit certain experiences and recall certain memories uh, for good or for ill. So here is taking down the tree. I'll read it once and then offer a few comments and read it one more time. Give me some light, cries Hamlet's uncle midway through the murder of Gonzago. Light, light, cry scattering courtesans. Here, as in Denmark, it's dark at four, and even the moon shines with only half a heart. The ornaments go down into the box. The silver spaniel, my darling, on its collar. From mother's childhood in Illinois. The balsa jumping jack my brother and I fought over, pulling limb from limb. Mother drew it together again with thread while I watched, feeling depraved at the age of ten. With something more than caution, I handle them, and the lights with their tin star-shaped reflectors brought along from house to house, their pasteboard toy suitcases increasingly flimsy. Tick, tick, the desiccated needles drop. By supper time, all that remains is the scent of balsam fir. If it's darkness we're having, let it be extravagant. This is a poem that so deftly layers in uh, meaning and uh, metaphor and imagery that uh, some of it will be difficult to uh, peel back uh, and fully examine in a limited amount of time. 
Uh, but suffice it to say that um, the simple act of taking down and storing ornaments from a Christmas tree uh, becomes uh, a, a vehicle for more and more emotional weight as the poem goes on. Uh, in fact, uh, if you can uh, find and take a look at the text of the poem, uh, it's four stanzas in length. Uh, the first and third are six lines long. Uh, the second is nine lines, and the final stanza is just three lines. And so there's a kind of swelling uh, of uh, number of lines to match maybe the swelling of emotion as the poem uh, delves into the past. Uh, the speaker examines several particular ornaments and, uh, and recalls the memories attached to them. Uh, and then a kind of uh, waning as the full weight of the passing of this Christmas uh, settles in and uh, the reality of the coming darkness uh, also settles upon the speaker. And that darkness, too, is not just in contrast to the lights with their star-shaped reflectors hanging on the tree, uh, but everything uh, is beginning to degrade, to fall apart. Uh, the Boy suitcases are becoming increasingly flimsy. Uh, the tree itself has dried out and is dropping needles everywhere as you uh, as you handle the branches and pull off the ornaments and the lights. And uh, there's a a sense in which uh, even these things which are treasured and remembered can't last forever, uh, which speaks to uh, any number of uh, personal losses or reflection upon uh, age and death and you name it. Uh, but it speaks into the reality of the end of a holiday as well, a joyful season uh, that uh, really is bolstered not only by uh, religious experience, but by uh, nostalgia more generally. Christmas is such uh, a nostalgic holiday that even uh, even the irreligious uh, find much in it to uh, move them. And that light and joy of that season can't last forever. In fact, uh, even trying to stretch it out and make it last forever uh, can take uh, some of the uh, genuine enjoyment out of it. And so we are all uh, in the position of facing uh, a fairly uh, dark time. By contrast, uh, as children, you may remember, uh, as soon as Christmas is over, you start counting down the days to the next Christmas. Uh, as adults, uh, we consider ourselves to be uh, beyond and above that. Uh, and yet, in the back of our mind or in our heart of hearts, uh, we too begin to long uh, for the light that we are now ceremonially putting away almost as soon as it's gone. Here's taking down the tree one more time. Give me some light, 
cries Hamlet's uncle midway through the murder of Gonzago. Light, light, cries scattering courtesans. Here, as in Denmark, it's dark at four, and even the moon shines with only half a heart. The ornaments go down into the box, the silver spaniel, my darling, on its collar from mother's childhood in Illinois, the balsa jumping jack my brother and I fought over, pulling limb from limb. Mother drew it together again, with thread while I watched, feeling depraved at the age of ten. With something more than caution, I handle them, and the lights, with their tin star-shaped reflectors, brought along from house to house, their pasteboard toy suitcases increasingly flimsy. Tick, tick, the desiccated needles drop. By supper time, all that remains is the scent of balsam fir. If it's darkness we're having, let it be extravagant. It's a great final line. Uh, the uh, gritting of the teeth and the embracing of uh, the passing of the light. If we're going to have darkness, let's have some extravagant darkness. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, may your darkness be extravagant, though only temporary. And happy reading. <laughs>